We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. This program is sponsored by North Valley Church of Christ. There's a message true and glad for the sinful and the sad. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring it out. It will give them courage new. It will help them to be true. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring it out. Good afternoon, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Redeeming the Time. I'm your host, Chris Macy. And I'm the minister here with the North Valley Church of Christ. Well, I want to thank everybody for being here with us today. We're going to be looking at a topic today of what's in the news. You know, this is something. We're going to be looking at the question, does God love the homosexual, the transgender, the pansexual, the whatever it is that the... People are titling themselves today. Does God love those who practice such things? That is, they they practice this, this in their life. They live this out in their life. Does God love them? This is a question that's being posed to our young people by those who are engaged in that lifestyle. How, and really, they don't ask the question in that way. What they're asking or what they're saying is, I cannot see how a loving God can hate a person who lives this way. This is the way I was born. This is the way I am. I can feel it in my heart. And it's uh, always based on feeling. And um, and so it, it tugs at the hearts of young people, makes them feel like, well, God is a loving God. God does love you. That's true. And so maybe you're right. And so there's this push within the Christendom church. Now, when I say the church, I'm using that very loosely as a, in anyone in any group out there that might be uh, trying to follow the Bible or at least claiming it, whatever it might be. But I see, I do see a lot of Christendom-type churches embracing homosexuality, transgenderism. Uh, God loves all his all people, and we love you too, and they welcome them in. We talked about this a little bit. We've been going through um, the fruit of the Spirit in the past. And the fruit of the Spirit is found in Galatians chapter 22, where you got the attitudes, the actions, and associate <coughs> excuse me, and associations. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such thing there is no law. And that word love is the term for agape love. And people today, uh, in in the church even, are confused about what that love is. Agape love has nothing to do with feelings. You may be cringing at that, but it doesn't. It is an intellectual choice. You choose this at the level of your mind. So it's not the love of friendship, but the love of intelligent comprehension united with corresponding purpose. So agape love seeks the highest good for its object and treats people better than they deserve, even your enemies. 
You cannot have warm feelings for your enemy. If someone walks up and kicks one of your children hard in the gut, you're going to hate. I would hate them. Hate them. And I would want to punch them in the nose. Now, that's because there's no way I can phileo love that person, really like them, have warm feelings for them. I could never do that. But I could agape them. And what would be best for them at that moment would be for me to tackle them to the ground, to make them stop doing what they're doing, and hold them there until the cops come and not kill them. That would be my agape love to them. <laughs> and that's, that's what's best for them. That's what's best for my child and my family. And that is agape love. So there is punishment. You know, help trying to help people to recognize their error. God agapes all people. And I think, or I don't think, but the, the push today to try to get church people to accept the homosexual movement and transgenderism is to say that the things found in the Bible are cultural. Well, they're, they're talking about Romans chapter 1, where Paul writes about homosexuality, lesbianism, and of that nature. Folks, there is nothing cultural about that. If it was based on culture, then the culture of the, the that day in Rome was this. You can be a homosexual. Did you know that Nero, evil Nero, and he was evil, wasn't he? he that, that was the emperor. At that time, he hated Christians. And so that was the culture. I guess that was okay since it was in the culture, right? Well, that's just being silly, but that's the, the mindset. But he was a homosexual. He was. Pansexual, whatever you want to call it today. But he loved men. In fact, he had a servant that he had castrated as another guy and so that he could be with him. Disgusting. But that was the culture. Homosexuality was allowed in that culture. Do you know that? Paul's writing to Romans. So homosexuality and lesbianism was pretty rampant in that city. Very. It was very much accepted in that culture. And yet, it was condemned by the apostle. Actually, it was condemned by God. But let's, let's, uh, let's back up. And let's look at what Paul writes in Romans chapter 1. I want to read the whole thing, starting in verse 18. Listen closely. For Actually, let me back up. I want to read it starting in verse 16. Paul writes, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. For in it, that's the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, but the righteous man shall live by faith. And that's an obedient faith, folks. He's talking, he's making this clear because he, he's letting them know, don't, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, I'm not ashamed of what it says, it is going to be counterculture. It is going to be against what they l- currently live in, the culture there in Rome. But it is the power of God. It, in it is the righteousness of God, the right way to live. You live by faith. And then right after he says that, 4, verse 18, the wrath of God. 
is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which is known about God is evident within them, for God made it evident to them. They know about God. They know there is a creator. They know there is a greater power, but they suppress that truth. They don't like it. We read on verse 20. For since the creation of the world, his, God's, invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through which has been been made so that they are without excuse. The more you look at creation, the more you look at the things created, the more we should understand that there is a God. Scientists know this. Albert Einstein, one of the great minds of the the past, everyone knows. He knew what he was talking about. He wanted to, he once said, I want to know the thoughts of God. And when the more he looked into the things of science, the more he could see the fingerprints of God. There was order. There was creation there. But they, they want to deny that and suppress, suppress that truth. Verse 20. Yeah, well, well I'm not going to get Yeah, verse 21. For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks. But they became futile in their speculations, and their foolish heart was darkened. So they knew, but they suppressed that truth. They became futile in their speculation. They began to speculate, you know, throwing out things that was not reasonable, that didn't make sense. That is evolution. And everyone may be thinking, well, Chris, I mean, a lot of people believe evolution. Well, yeah, that's true. A lot of people do believe evolution. But it makes absolutely no sense. Because when you look at the evidence, the evidence is not there. There is no evidence. When you open up those books and they have pictures of these uh, men from that they call the missing links, those are based on little bitty half inch, quarter inch fragments of a bone. That's all they have. And then they draw out an entire human saying, this is what he looked like. Oh yeah, okay. And well, yeah, we, we know exactly how things work in the past, and we know exactly how things work in the future. Scientists are so good at, at na- uh, narrowing down the truth, right? Like the pandemic. Were they, how much were scientists correct on the COVID-19 thing? How much are scientists correct on the weather? How much are they correct? Not, back in the 70s, we were going to have an ice age. Now we're, it's global warming. Now they're starting to say, oh, ice age again. They don't know. Futile speculations. Professing, verse 22, professing to be wise, they became fools. Scientists are fools in my mind right now. I don't believe anything they say. It doesn't add up. I believe there are good men and women out there who are scientists and they are being suppressed because they are not towing the line about, of what they want. So anyway, I'm, I'm getting off on a little excursus there. Let me keep going. Verse 23, or 22 again. Professing to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. Now, this, this is Paul talking to the Romans. This is what they did. They, they began to uh, worship other things. 
worshiping man, worshiping birds and animals. And the Romans did that. They did work, they saw the emperor as uh, perhaps divine. And they did have their own gods that they created. How silly. They're worshiping the creation. Verse 24, therefore, here's what God did. God gave them over to the lusts of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. See, because it, it, God stopped trying to give them the truth and, and allowed them to go their way, because God does that. right? He allows everyone to make their own choice. Verse 25, For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, here now here's for this reason, because of that, because they, are, they began moving down that road of seeing man as being far superior and the greatness of man, worshiping man themselves, for this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions. For their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural or literally against nature. And in the same way, also the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another, men with men, committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. What is he saying? He's talking about homosexuals and lesbianism. And it came about because it started with the rejection of truth. The obvious truths out there. And as you continue to move down that path, this is the natural direction you go. And this is true in history. You can see this with every civilization that gave up on God and began to look to themselves. It always goes this way. Now they're home. Uh, you look at our day and age. If you would have told uh, me or anyone 40 years ago, that the homosexual movement and the LGBTQ plus whatever movement would be so strong in this country, I would have laughed in your face. I would have said, no way. But it's true. And I we should have known that because Paul outlined how this goes. When you remove God, when you exchange the truth of God for a lie, and you worship the creation rather than the creator, here's what happens. And now... Not only do we have homosexuality and lesbianism in full steam ahead, it's whatever you want. And I mentioned this years ago that pedophilia will become normal, that will try to normalize that. And they are trying to do it. We call them groomers. Disney is a grooming company. They're trying to groom it in, uh, into our children. Who in their right mind thinks teaching kindergartners, first graders, or second, and second graders, even anyone in elementary school or in junior high, anything about sex is a good thing. Who should be doing that? No one. Ever. Ever. Never. And yet they do, and they push it. And if you try to stop them, they want to label you a domestic terrorist, don't they? Isn't that what's going on? I mean, isn't that the big battle that uh, we have going on against the Scottsdale Unified School District? Yeah, it is. We don't want critical race theory. And we don't want our kids learning about sex from these weirdos. 
Yeah, weirdos. If you believe it is okay to teach children about sex and talk about that with them, you are evil. Evil. In my mind, you are on the road and path, if you're not already there, to being a pedophile. Anyone who talks to a child about sex and those those things, you are a pedophile. There is nothing good there. Nothing good. The only people who should be talking to their children about that are the parents. Ugh, disgusting. Okay, so I'm at 15. I need to keep reading. Verse 28. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer. Oh, actually, let me back up. I, I forgot. Verse 27. So the men with men, women with women, committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. In their own persons. Literally, in themselves. That's their per- their physical selves. The due penalty for their error. You know what that is? Pretty obvious, don't you think? For our day and age, it would be AIDS. Every sexually transmitted disease. Because it's what they're doing is not natural. Not natural. It's against nature. And we know it. You know it. It is beyond stupid to do this. Even if you remove God, if you think about it. Let's say they you, do, you go to an evolutionist. An evolutionist would have to say, if they're honest, that homosexuality and lesbianism is the weaker side. And it will not survive. According to evolution, can men in, to being together procreate? Or women being together procreate? No. I don't care what these idiots say. Men cannot get pregnant. It can't happen. It cannot happen. Don't be stupid. Men cannot get pregnant. Children cannot choose their own gender. No one can. No one can. I don't care if you get go and have surgery done or you take some sort of, uh, uh, med- not, I'm not going to call it medicine, but drugs that physically alter you, you're still a man. If you were born one. You're still a woman if you were born one. You are. You are. Because as soon as you get off the drugs, guess what? You go back to what? It, it goes back. I can, you can take all kinds of things that will change you physically in some physical way. It, and a lot of times, it changes you and it hurts you. I can take something and it will kill me. I can take something and it will shut down my heart, the function of my heart. It will shut down certain functions of my brain. It's not natural. It should not happen. It baffles my mind. Baffles my mind that we would do this to our children and that anybody, anyone would think it's okay. And here's the the, the uh, ignorance of their of what they're saying. So, you know, you got the gun control uh, out there and banning weapons and uh, we need to raise the um, age limit of those who own a weapon, which actually I'm okay with. In fact, let's let's talk about that because I feel like that's a good correlation. So we're a little extra here. We're going to talk about guns, and they're going to come right back to children choosing their own gender. Do you believe it is okay 
for an 18-year-old to buy an AR-15. I'm going to submit to you, and I'm probably not on the same page with a lot of people in Arizona on this. I'm going to submit to you, no. And here's why. Let's say uh, uh, you go grab an 18-year-old from the military. Okay, U.S. Army. I was in the Army. Grab an 18-year-old from the military, bring them, and I will go grab the first 18-year-old I find down at the Desert Ridge Marketplace on a Saturday night. And we're going to stand them side by side, okay? Who would you give the AR-15 to? The kid standing in line at the comedy club at Desert Ridge on Saturday night who's 18, or the 18-year-old who has gone through basic training, AIT, and has then been in the military. Who are you going to give it? You're going to give it to the military guy, right? Would you trust the 18-year-old comedy club goer with an AR-15? I wouldn't. I'm not saying every one of them could not uh, is that way, but I would say in general, 18-year-olds today that have not been in military training cannot properly use firearms they're not there and i say that because i'm not i'm I'm seeing them making a lot of really poor choices in life and the the liberal side of politics agrees with me maybe for different reasons but they they agree with me however they think a eight-year-old has the ability to choose their own gender how stupid is that that is that makes no sense. There's no logic in that whatsoever. None. I think tw- I think I would raise the uh, time you can o- uh, own a firearm to 25. I'm not sure if the Supreme Court would allow that. They may be right. I don't know if the Constitution would allow that. But I would raise it to 25. Um, that's just me. Okay. Um, just as they see fit, verse 28. Just as they see did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer. God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper, being filled with all... Now, here we're going to have a list. Think about this list in view of the way things are moving in this country today. Being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossips slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful. Every one of those, you turn on the news and you look at what's going on in a lot of these cities, mainly Democrat-run cities. That is true. It's not that it's not everywhere but mainly Democrat-run cities, that fits the mark. That fits the mark. That's what's going on. When you see a bunch of kids walking down the road, they see this old man, and then for some no good reason whatsoever, none at all, they just grab an orange construction cone and beat this 78-year-old man to death with it. Why? Why? They don't listen to their parents, that's for sure. Arrogant. Murderers full of envy. Oh, well, they're white, or they're privileged, or they're this. And it doesn't have to. I don't, I'm, you don't even have to be race. I even see white people going out there saying those stupid things. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with unrighteousness and wickedness and murder, envy, 
greed, strife, deceit, malice, gossiping, disobedience to parents, all of it, unloving, unmerciful. I think I still think about that video I saw of that poor girl on the subway in New York where this lady grabbed her hair and wouldn't let her go over. She was pleading with everyone on the subway to help her. All they were doing was recording it on their cell phone. I would have got over there. I would have punched that girl in the head to let her make her let it go. <sighs> evil. Evil people. I know. I probably shouldn't say I'd punch her in the head. I'm sorry. I, I'm just I'm sick of it. Phineas, when Phineas saw the insolence of the Israelites and they were having uh, sexual relations, uh, committing indecent acts right out there in front of everybody, he ran over there and ran them both through to the ground with a spear. Why? Because it was evil. It was evil. I'm sick of the evil. And now they're trying to force my children into it? I don't think so. We need to stand up. People need to stay in their own lane. You know, um, we're running out of time, but uh, Jude talks about this. Over in Jude, uh, the book of Jude, where the angels who abandoned their abode. And we, need, we have a lane that we need to stay in, that God has put us in. We need to stay in it, each and every one of us. If you're a man, you're a man. If you're a woman, you're a woman. Okay? Stay in your lane. Don't be, don't be ignorant. Think things through. But we don't think as much anymore than today. Now, the, I, I went off topic. I'll probably have to come back to this next, again next week. But does, does God love the homosexual and transgender? He does agape them, but he does not phileo them. And I want to define those terms. Probably have to do that next week. But I want to define those next week. And we're going to continue this thought. I want your kids to be ready and high schoolers to be ready when they start into school here next month. They are going to have to deal with this. They're going to have to answer these questions. So I want to be able to go through a way to show you, here's how you can answer those questions in a good, loving Christian manner, keeping the fruit of the Spirit and showing truth. And they're going to hate you for it. But not everyone will. There are a lot of people out there who don't like this, but they don't speak up because they're scared. But we need to speak up. For the truth. They want to suppress the truth. Suppressing means you shut it down. You don't let them talk. You're, you can't say that in the safe space. You can't say that at school. But things are changing. The Supreme Court says you can pray at that school. You can't. They can't make you stop. You can. So keep that in mind. Please tune in next week. We're going to keep on this topic. We're going to keep looking at does God love the homosexual and the transgender and all those things. Think about this. Pray about this. I will pray for some patience and, and more merciful love in my own heart. But it makes me upset because I don't like to see the truth suppressed. And we all need to stand up for the truth. Stand up for it. Redeem the time. Thank you very much. We'll, we'll head on this again next week. Bring it out. Bring it out. Bring it out. This program was sponsored by North Valley Church of Christ. To hear this program again, go to FamilyValuesRadio1010.com and click on the podcast page and find this program and many others right there on FamilyValuesRadio1010.com.